Hello everybody, this is Ben. I'm bringing you another episode of the Slugcast put on by the DSAS. Today's episode is going to be all about surfing. For today's podcast, I brought in my good friend and longtime surf partner, as well as the co-captain of the surf team, Walker Mayer, to talk about how slugs can get out there and surf in the most safe and respectful way possible. We discussed how you can surf here if you're a beginner, how you can move up the surfing food chain. We know that surfing, especially in Santa Cruz, is pretty daunting to get into, so we're going to try to help all the slugs listening get out there and surf without worrying whether they're in the right place. I'd like to warn you that this podcast did have a fair amount of surfing jargon and slang, so if you're less familiar with the surfing lingo, just take this as an opportunity to see surfing culture from the inside out. That being said, I hope you enjoy this interview with Walker Mayer. Uh, it's inputting on the monitor. Hello. Okay. It's going. Okay. It is my honor today to welcome Walker. Walker is the co-captain of the surf team. He didn't want me to say that, but it's true. <laughs> and he's also one of the biggest rippers on the Santa Cruz surf team. Um, anyway, welcome Walker. How was your surf today? Um, my surf today was good. Uh, it was way too low tide. So... You know, almost King tide. almost hit some reef, fell on fell under the reef a couple of times, but I got barreled. So did you get scraped up on the reef? Nah, I just like bodied bodied myself pretty nicely. But oh, that's good. No injuries. Sweet. Um, but I got a barrel and I didn't air. So. Can I can I ask where you went? Uh, no. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, Walker, my first question is is one that I find really difficult to answer myself, and I wanted to ask you. If you had to learn to surf in Santa Cruz, you didn't know how to surf, you were a total freshie, so to speak, um, where would you go and what do you have to know to not go out there and be a kook and to, to continue making a positive impact and not leave a negative view of slugs on the lineups and just to make sure that you're in the right place and safe for yourself and safe for others? Um. Honestly, I'd probably go to Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no, what if you I'm came? No, what I'm if you kidding. came from Southern California? Um, you were there and you never surfed, and then yeah, you, you'd probably just have to go to Cowles or Pleasure Point. Cowles or Pleasure Point. Yeah, or like further down, not like First Point, like further down Pleasure Point, somewhere on the east side, and just go on like a smaller day with your longboard and have a good time. There's just like so many waves you can't longboard at and longboarding is the main board for a beginner. So it's mm. kind of difficult because it's just dangerous to have a longboard at a lot of waves in Santa Cruz. Yeah. And I think a lot of the waves here are either just classic well-known waves with a huge lineup or they're just open ocean reef that may or may not be working well. And it's just like a really hard wave to surf. So I, yeah. I definitely think uh, Jax is one that a lot of That's slugs a good go one. to. Also, yeah. Uh, Waddell. Yeah, Waddell Beach Break, because you Waddell can always find break. your own peak. There, you can always find an uncrowded place to surf. And yeah, also like just have the proper equipment. Yeah, so what is the proper equipment? <laughs> <laughs> soft top? What do you think? If you've never surfed before, you should be having a soft top, because otherwise you're just like a danger to the people around you. Yeah, um, agreed. And 
not that like that's a bad thing it's just like that's that's the way you you, you have don't have control of your board complete control yet and then you should have a wetsuit and you should be wearing booties if you're in santa cruz if you want to you don't have to wear booties but i don't even though by far the majority of people do yeah if you're on a soft top it'll really help for like sticking gripping to the board mm, yeah especially if you wax the bottom of your booties <laughs> I'm not sure you're you're serious about that, but I'll take your word for it. Um, okay, what is your perception of localism at the waves in Santa Cruz, and uh, what does it mean to show respect to the locals, so to speak? And um, yeah, would would you say that localism is something to worry about? Where would people have to worry about that? And is it something to be afraid of? Is it something to be respected? I know that's that's putting a lot of pressure on you to answer that, but what do you what do yeah. you think about that? I think there's a lot of factors that weigh into it, and okay, I, how I would describe localism is a lot of people that were born and raised here and feel entitled to surf the waves that are here, mm, yeah, and don't feel like they should have to wait their turn in the lineup to get the waves, so they will just paddle around you all the time that's like how i've experienced localism yeah another way is people screaming and yelling at you to get out of the water or just to generally you know leave uh which you know can happen as well um but honestly i feel like it's sometimes overhyped because if you're a respectful surfer i don't think you'll ever get yelled at you know and as long as you know your place in the lineup, <laughs> yeah. then then you'll be fine. But that that's another complicated part is knowing your place in the lineup, which is like, okay, for example, if you're going to steamer lane, you do not paddle out and sit at furthest out and deepest at the wave close to the cliff at the slot. Mm. That's just not, that's just not a smart thing to do. You don't want to find out what will happen. Yeah. Because they're, the people that have been waiting there for a wave longer than you are going to be very angry that you're trying to take away from them and they will probably burn you. So yeah, I would say that's like, as, as a beginner, that's why you should be at Cowles or pleasure point. Cause that's, that won't happen or Jack's, you know, cause there's not people that will be yeah and, and as aggressive to go even further than that. If you go to a wave like Jack's or the point, especially Jack's and, and Cowles too, like people will, people will know they're going to wait a long time for a wave. Those are waves you go out and you just kind of sit and it's like social and like everyone's super nice. Yeah. Most people out there aren't very good at surfing. So there's not a lot of pressure to like be good pretty much everywhere else. If you go out there and you're a complete beginner, you'll definitely like people will notice you're a little out of the ordinary, but those places you'll totally be like fit in within the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Uh, What do you think, Ben? (laughs) <laughs> about how, how can you show respect to locals <laughs> yeah so okay what i think is it's not about showing respect to the locals it's about showing respect to anyone in the lineup <laughs> yeah. just respect is the key everybody word. yeah just respect no matter what and if you give the locals respect they should respect you if they don't don't be egotistical about it and like be like what the hell bro like i get it, your local but you can't just back paddle me or it's your right to be respected, but also 
people when 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 like little conflicts happen in the lineup it's usually really childish and if you can find um to interact with other surfers from a place of respect then it's just going to create more positivity in the lineup and usually you don't have to like yell at someone you, yeah surfers can be very childish about that yeah but honestly localism in santa cruz i found not to be too bad i think it is real it is there but it's kind of silly at times, not something that I take super seriously, but yeah, something to be aware of, and yeah. just it it totally varies depending on where you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Wanted to ask you, what should slugs know about Steamer Lane? What is what does the lane mean to Santa Cruz surfing? Why is it special? And when do you know if you're ready to paddle out the lane? Um. That's okay. That's that's a big question. Uh, I feel like the lane's just like the quintessential Santa Cruz spot. Like it's like, if there's nowhere that's good, it's probably good at the lane. You know, it's like mm-hmm. always very consistent, always a little bit bigger than everywhere else in town, and like just good. I don't know, high tide, low tide, it works always. Um, I feel like it's also good at any size, like zero to 20 foot it's breaking well like it's mm. doing good things so that's why it's so quintessential mm. um how to know when you're ready to paddle out there if i mean depends on how big it is if it's like one foot and by some miracle middle peaks breaking like feel free to get out there if it's your first time surfing i don't know but if it's like overhead then <clears throat> you should probably have been surfing for at least a year yeah you're gonna paddle out especially at the slot Middle peak is kind of more of a free-for-all. All right. We're speaking a lot of jargon here, so let me just define. <laughs> okay. So some words, some surfing words for those who are freshies. Um, the slot is where the wave smashes against the cliff, basically, at the lane. So the lane is at the lighthouse. Steamer lane. <laughs> steamer lane. <laughs> We're not going to have to define that, but um, steamer, yeah, steamer lane, the lane. And the slot is where the waves closest to slide the past the cliff. It's closest to the cliff. And on days where it's big enough or low tide enough, you'll see the waves will distribute themselves either at the slot and then also it'll, it'll break farther away from the cliff at middle peak. In the middle of the ocean. Yeah, sort of like in the middle of the ocean, like away from the cliff. Um, and you keep going, there's indicators. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to add, like, also... For the lane, there's kind of a hierarchy there. There's kind of like a, a food chain there where you can start out at cowls on the very, very, very inside. Yeah. Then you can move to indicators. Then you can move to middle peak. Then you can move to the slot. Yeah. And that's pretty cool about the lane. As long as your board gets shorter as you go. True, yeah. Start out on like a 10-foot board at oh. cowls <laughs> yeah. with as much volume as possible. And then at indicators, maybe. Yeah. Well, 8-6. Eight, 8-6 six. <laughs> eight, six, mid-length. Step, right. step it down to the 610 middle peak for the step up. Yeah. And surfing jargon will make more sense as you get exposed to it. And I was also going to say, um, personally, I think that a good way to get involved in Santa Cruz surf community is just like show up at the lane and just like watch the surfers, like go on a big swell and not, don't go, don't paddle out yet, but just like, <laughs> l- like look at the scene, see the energy in the water, like hear what people are saying about it. And just, like, observing the lineup and observing the waves before you go out and surf them is probably a good idea. Yeah. So you understand it better. 
understand yeah. how to get out of the water. Yeah, understand how to not <laughs> smash into the rocks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people go out. They don't look at the tide. The tide's like rising. It's like six foot tide by the time they're getting out of the water, and they just are getting smashed up against the rocks, and they don't know there's another stair set. So it's mm. a problem. Yeah, totally. How do people get rides to go surfing? Make friends. Make friends. How do you make friends? <laughs> this this kid right here that I'm recording this podcast with drove me to the beach like every single time we went surfing. So you just need to find yourself a band. Going surfing alone is scary. So it's always good to have friends. Yeah. Surf. Okay. If you want to get into surfing in Santa Cruz, even if you're an experienced surfer to some extent, like surf with someone who's surfed here and knows the spots. Yeah. get someone to drive you around show you the spots and like that's how that's what i did like i was pretty good at surfing when i moved up here but i i got my like local friends to show me like where the good spots are how to paddle out you know because you don't want to just like paddle out in a weird spot and like end up in the rocks or something and you just want to know where always know your are. your exit and entry points very, yeah very key watch other people yeah. see how they get in and out of the water yeah just copy them what makes Santa Cruz unique as a as a place for surfing? Like for people who don't understand why the surf scene is so big here, why is surfing so important in Santa Cruz? It's just like better waves than anywhere else in California. Argu- <laughs> arguably, arguably, uh, it's just the waves are always bigger. It's more consistent here than most other places in California. Like it's there's almost always a five foot swell either on its way or like it is five foot, you know, mm-hmm. or bigger or, you know, good size waves. So it's never not breaking in Santa Cruz in the winter. And I think that's what makes it special. There's also like 30 different waves up and down the coast and they all have their own unique quirks. And some of them are good at this tide in this swell direction. And some of them are good at this tide in this swell direction. So you can just, there's so many different ways to score. I don't know. Sweet. I want to say also just a lot of people in Santa Cruz who are slugs feel the pressure to surf. And I see why. Like, like when in Santa Cruz, might as well surf. But don't be too antsy about it. But hopefully this podcast helped you understand how you can get out there in a safe and clever way. Yeah. Right? Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Yeah, don't be don't be too afraid. It's a it's a very the Santa Cruz surf community is very friendly. Once you get to know them. Yeah, it's a mix, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the right places, you you put a smile on your face. Like it's it's awesome and surfing is a privilege. Yeah. All right, Walker, um where can people find you out in the waves in Santa Cruz? <laughs> All right, so if you're driving down one and you see a road called you're gonna want to pull down that watch <laughs> this wave called <laughs> sick wave um just park there i'll be there that is unfortunately where the podcast ends today Uh, Thank you for listening. My name is Ben. This has been the Slugcast.